1: Just a few weeks ago, a seven-person panel of experts in justice reform, in law and finance and compliance, including three different attorneys and a CPA, looked at every dollar I've ever raised in the Black Lives Matter movement, every penny I've ever raised over the past five years of my public leadership. And I gave them full permission to share whatever they found, flattering or otherwise, and I helped them make direct contact with dozens of family members, charities and campaigns that I've helped raise money for across the years. You can find their full report now at SeanKingFundraisingReport.com. But they also asked for five years of my tax returns, which I provided. They asked for full access to my checking account and savings account, investment accounts, money management software, usernames and passwords to my email accounts and all of my social media accounts. And I provided all of that and they issued this 72-page report. And we're going to dedicate today's episode to talking about the report. And I do have a promise to make you. again, you can see it right now at seankingfundraisingreport.com. It's 72 pages long. It includes testimonies from every family, cause, and charity and campaign I've ever supported. Is that this is going to be the last time we dedicate an episode to this. Now, I know many of you who may be hearing this are saying, Damn, Sean, I don't even need to hear it. I I trust you. I believe you. I appreciate that. But I want you to understand that this report was really made for you. It wasn't made for the haters or the detractors. It was for you, because here's what I know, and I'm just being real about it. I'm going to continue raising money for families in crisis, for people that are impacted by police brutality and white supremacy, for people who experience natural disaster and personal tragedy. I'm going to keep raising funds for campaigns and causes, every single day. Because here's the thing, and here's what we talk about on the podcast all the time. We are being outfunded day after day after day in our fight for change and our fight for justice. And here's what I know. In order for us to win those fights, we're going to have to keep raising money. We'll keep producing these types of reports so people understand that I'm not getting rich, that I don't even have access to the funds that I raise, but that we're doing all of this to make a difference in the world. Listen, we're going to dig in This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The the, Breakdown.
0: The Breakdown.
1: Of all the things that I've been able to do over the past few years, I'm extremely proud of all the financial support that we've been able to provide families who've been horribly impacted by police brutality, of families who've been horribly impacted by white supremacy and violence, personal tragedy, natural disaster. I'm proud of the financial support we've been able to provide charities and campaigns and causes, and I'm going to keep doing it. But I want you to understand how I do that work, why I do that work, and all the systems and structures that are in place To not not only make sure that it's done with integrity, but to make sure that it's done in compliance with so many different rules, policies, and laws. Because here's what I have known for years on end. If I make a single financial mistake, it could ruin me and could ruin the work that we do. So we have so many checks and balances and so many systems in place to make sure that everything we do is in full compliance, including we have a full-time compliance officer in all the organizing work that we do, that we pay a good amount of money to make sure that everything we do is beyond reproach. And so for the next few minutes, I'm going to just break down a few of the things that are in the report, but the best thing that you could do, and I'm asking you personally, I want you to read this report, okay? I know, again, I know you're saying, damn, Sean, I I trust you. That's why I listen to the podcast. I trust you. That's why I support the North Star or the breakdown. That's why I support Flip the Senate or the Action Pack. I get it. I appreciate your support. But I want you to be armed with this information as well, because people are going to continue to attack me and to attack the work that we do. And by default, when they attack me in the work, they're also attacking the families that we help. They're attacking the charities and causes and campaigns that we support. And it's a major distraction for everybody. So give me just a few minutes to break it down. All right, let's break it down. Break it down. First, I want to tell you about the seven people who came together to actually produce this report. We have Tamika Mallory, who is co-chair of the Women's March and co-founder of Justice League NYC. We have Becky Bond, who is one of the most skilled, respected organizers in the country. She's a partner at the social practice, but she's also a former staffer for Bernie Sanders and Better O'Rourke and just does amazing work and has impeccable integrity. Tiffany Hawkins and Alan Boomer were two financial experts that we brought onto the team. They work for a company called Momentum Advisors, and I provided them at their request with full access to all of our checking, I'm talking about our personal checking, savings, investment accounts, credit cards, usernames, passwords, money management software, and they have unlimited access to all of that information that goes back more than 10 years. Also, Rob Smith, who is a brilliant civil rights attorney, he's an executive for the Justice Collaborative, and David Mitrani, who is an expert uh, attorney in the issue of compliance for political organizations and NGOs. And uh, David also is one of the primary authors of our FEC reports. He is an attorney for San Larif, which is one of the most respected uh, law firms in the country. And Lee Merritt, who is a civil rights attorney and who I partnered with on nearly 20 different fundraisers for families. And also we had the support of a CPA and tax attorney That's a certified public accountant and tax attorney, Richard Bell. And it was actually Richard's idea that I provide the team and I provided the entire team with five full years, the past five years of our tax returns. Those are joint returns that I file with my wife and not just the statement or the front page or anything like that. But we provided the entire team the past five years of our tax returns from 2014 until now. 2013 until now, actually. And uh, they, they have full access to all of those things. And it was their job to begin taking a deep dive into all of that data. I also introduced them to every family I've ever worked with, every attorney I've ever worked with, every campaign cause and charity that I've ever worked with. I introduced them to all of them and then got out of the way for them to engage or interview every family as they wished without my presence. And the job of that seven-person team was to go through years and years and years of data and information and out of that to produce a report on all of the fundraising that I have done for families, for charities, for causes and campaigns, for people in distress and in crisis. Their job was to produce an unflinching, unfettered report on what they found. And I want to explain everything that's in that report now. But again, and I'll double down on this. When you get a moment, even if you have to click out of the podcast, click out of it and go to com and check it out for yourself. It may be even better if you look at it on a computer, but you can see it from your phone. It's a mobile version. You can see... The photos, the letters, the testimonials, and all of the records that we're discussing now. But I'd love for you to check it out and then listen to what I'm about to tell you. All right? Go on. Go to SeanKingFundraisingReport.com, all right? Break Break it down.
0: Break it down. Break it down. Break it down.
1: Break it down. Break it down. Down. This report was amazingly difficult to put together. It literally required me to cancel almost everything I've done over the past 10 days. As you may have noticed, we missed multiple episodes of the podcast, which we've never done before. And on several days, me and this entire team literally were working 14 to 16 hours a day just on this report, and it's just so much information. And when people say, "Well, where the hell's the report?" I mean, clearly, most nobody produces these types of reports. But the thing that was most difficult about getting the report is I didn't actually manage any of these fundraisers. They were always just links that families sent me, that causes and charities and campaigns sent me that I never even had access to. And so tracking down each campaign, scrubbing through hundreds of thousands of social media posts and emails, we found nearly 100 different fundraisers that I had supported directly in one way or another. And since we first published this report, every few hours someone sends us another one and another one. I did not mean to sound like DJ Khaled right there. But every time we think we have finally found every fundraiser that I've ever supported, somebody reminds us of something that uh, that I, I shared uh, on Instagram or something that I shared in an email that we couldn't find because we're searching through with certain search terms. So say we search all of my emails for GoFundMe, but there are some that we didn't use GoFundMe with. Families set it up sometimes on You Caring uh, or Launch Good or uh, some other site that we didn't remember using. But again, we didn't set the fundraisers up. These were just links that people sent me. And so uh, it was amazingly laborious and time consuming first to just compile every fundraiser and to get all of the data for every fundraiser. And we tracked all the fundraisers that I've ever promoted and began the process, which was painful of reaching out to every, particularly every family that I've ever supported. Many of these families and these phone calls were difficult in, in ways that people have no thought of. Many of these families suffered unspeakable violence, not just police brutality and white supremacy, many of them experienced personal tragedy there was a, a a cause that's listed there in the report of a of a mother who lost her mother and her infant child in a house fire and so i'm we're reaching out to this woman who lost her mother and baby and we're reaching out to her to say hey um we shared your fundraiser a lot and helped you raise $50,000, but now we need a statement from you that Sean King never had that money. Like it's it's kind of a ridiculous process, but we did it and it was it was a very painful process for people because normally when I'm asked to share a fundraiser, it's at somebody's lowest point in their life. And what we're having to ask them is to go back to that point and now dig into the financial decisions, and who had access. And for a lot of people, we found it was very difficult, and it was difficult for me. Um, we obtained statements now from nearly 50 different families, attorneys, and executives across nearly 100 different fundraisers, and there were several old fundraising pages that uh, were, were completely closed down, and in those cases, we had to reach out directly To the fundraising platform. Uh, Second, and this is a bit nerdy, we provided a full accounting of the Real Justice Pack. That's the political group that I was a co-founder of that helps elect new district attorneys across the country. And we filed full, thorough FEC reports every quarter. We're required to do that, and we have filed them now for going on three years, but we provided access to all of those FEC reports. They're available publicly already, but we provided direct access to those and a direct overview of the funds that I've raised for the Action Pack. And our first campaign with the Action Pack is our Flip the Senate campaign. And we provided full access to all of those funds and statements not only from the attorneys, but Becky Bond, who is the executive director and on the senior leadership team of those packs. That I'm not even paid for the work that I do with Flip the Senate or Action Pack. And we have over a dozen different paid staffers and consultants, and I'm not one of them. We even provided my salary for Real Justice, which is $4,166 a month. I'm I'm not the highest paid person even for Real Justice. I'm a co-founder and a huge promoter and, and fundraiser for that cause, but I'm not even the close to the highest paid staffer there. And, um, I don't mean many of you, I I earn about $50,000 a year with real justice and and that's without benefits. And, um, for for some of you, maybe that sounds like a whole lot of money and maybe you make less than that. And I get that, but in New York, it's not, it's not a lot of money at all. That's pre-tax $4,166 a month with no benefits, And, you know, I lose about half of that in taxes here in New York. And uh, and we work hard to elect district attorneys across the country. So we put my salary out there. And that's the literally the only salary that I get from any of the work organizing or fundraising or advocacy that I'm doing on behalf of families. Now. I was a bit floored when the CPA asked for the past five years of my tax returns. And, you know, I think that's become very politicized. Clearly, Donald Trump has not provided any of his tax returns and, and it presumably never will. Uh, I think virtually every Democrat running for president has done so now. And uh, I, I did it. I provided the past five full tax returns, not just the first few pages, but the entire returns. It's just invasive. Like, there's nothing to hide there. But I was surprised even myself at how weird it felt to send to a team of seven people. I I know them and trust them and respect them, but your tax returns are normally so private and your income and and filings and charitable donations and things like that are normally so private that uh, it was just a new thing for me to send that to the team. And uh, we sent in... My wife and I file our taxes jointly and we sent in uh, the past five years of our full tax returns. And then lastly, and and we did this in part in case anybody said, well, hell, uh, if Sean was uh, being fraudulent, again, I have to remind people the things I'm being accused of, of raising money for families, but actually keeping that money for myself in one way or another, which has never happened. Not a single day, a single penny, a single dime. That's a crime. If I did that once, I would be committing multiple federal crimes. But just in case people say, well, I, I don't trust the tax returns, I provided uh, a Tiffany and Alan of Momentum Advisors full access to all of our checking accounts, all of our savings accounts, all of our credit cards, all of our retirement accounts, All of the money management software, and I mean not only just statements, but the actual usernames and passwords to every account that we've had for the past 10 years. And it actually goes back beyond 10 years. And Tiffany Hawkins and Alan Boomer are industry-leading financial advisors, and they had full access to that and looked over every nickel and dime that we've brought in and that has gone out. And all of that is included in the report. And then lastly, multiple members of that seven-person review team were given full access, uh, usernames and passwords, to my Twitter account, to my Facebook, and all of my social media accounts so that they could see messages and activity and everything going back to, to the founding of each of those accounts. And all of that data, all of the reports, all of that, including interviews that were done with dozens and dozens of families. All of that was built into a 72-page report of my financing and, uh, and fundraising over the past five years of the Black Lives Matter movement. And I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm proud of the report. And I'm proud of the fundraising. And I want to tell you just one final thing. And then we'll close because I just want you to take a look at the report. All right. And we'll close with just this action step and one final word. Action. 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 Steps. Take action. 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 Steps. I think the thing that has disturbed me the most is this, and and part of this is included in the report, is all the way back in 2014, first when Eric Garner died and then John Crawford and Mike Brown, I started raising funds for the family of Mike Brown right away and something really weird started to happen. Of course, right away I started being called racial slurs. I started getting death threats. I have a whole chapter in my book where I talk about some of the horrible moments that happened in those weeks where the death threats started to pour in. And I would never experienced it like that. Somebody started lying and saying that I was stealing money from the family of Eric Garner. And at the time, the Garner family didn't even have a fundraiser. And then even after they had a fundraiser, I didn't share it. And I was so thrown off by that. And so was Erica Garner, the daughter of Eric Garner, who since passed away. But Erica and I became friends over that lie. And I realized then, like, oh, people are literally not fighting fair here. Like, this is ugly. But it was primarily white supremacists and trolls. And then a few months later, it became ultra-conservatives. And then a few months later, it became mainstream Republicans. But then a year later, it became white liberals. And then a few years later, it became black folk. And all of a sudden, everybody, ranging from white supremacists to everyday black folk, And everybody in between were saying, Sean King is stealing from these families. But the lie first emerged from white supremacists. They did it with Tamir Rice. They did it again with Mike Brown. They did it with fundraiser after fundraiser. And what started happening was weird. It just started being picked up first by what appeared to be fake black accounts and then started being retweeted by actual black accounts. But through that whole thing, not one single family ever would say, did say, has said, will say that I ever touched, processed, uh, had access to the funds that we raised for them. But it just kept getting shared and shared and shared. And so today we have an action step for you. And I really do need your support with this. I'm asking for you to get this link, SeanKingFundraisingReport.com, or you can go to Instagram. Uh, it's, It's in my bio on Instagram. It's in my bio on Twitter. It's the pinned post on my Facebook page. And I need you to get this report and read it. That's first. And if you do anything, I just want you to read it for yourself. I want you to understand the work we do, how we do it, what it looks like, how we account for, what the reporting is like, how we, how we stay engaged with families, and how supportive these families have been. But then I want you, and I'm asking you personally, to share this on your social media platforms. Text it to your friends. Post it on your personal Facebook page. If you have a public Facebook page, post it with your own words. Tweet it. You can retweet me, and that's great. I appreciate it. But write your own tweet and include the link. Write your own post on Facebook and Instagram. Put it on your Instagram story and include the link. We need this information out there to counterbalance the, the lies and fabrications and negativity that's out there. Because here's the thing, and I've said it already. I'm going to keep raising money for causes, for campaigns, for people who desperately need the support. And what happens is when these lies spread over and over and over again, it makes it harder for me to do what I do well. And so I'm asking you personally to share all of this information, share it as far and wide as you can. And uh, we'll be looking for those links and sharing them as well. All right. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for your support. Let's keep pushing. We're going to move on past this. It's going to exist there and people are going to keep telling the lies they tell. But I need you to share it and push back. And we'll always have this report to be able to point people back to. All right. Thank you so much for your love and support. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Take care, everybody. Break it
0: down.